You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem free philosophy. Welcome back, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Nick. And we have an episode of You Asked, and we're going to try to answer it for you, or we think we have your answers. People have asked us questions, and we thought we'd have enough of them now. We can uh, do a whole show on it. Actually, we could probably do two shows, Nick, but we'll break it up so that we won't bore people for an hour with our expertise or whatever we want to call it. We get questions all the time. Right. And we just don't dedicate episodes to it, and we've always talked about it for the past year or so. Right. You know, we should really... uh, Make an episode out of all these listener questions and give some answers and some feedback to these listeners. But we're usually on top of it to where we're responding right away. To them, they're right. getting the response. But when, right. then we the realize, response. yeah, we're realizing, hey, if one person has this right. question, it's kind of like school. More than one probably has it. So we've been doing this podcast now for coming up on three years this I know. March. And we've really developed a huge listener base. And, uh, you know, as you know, you've heard the stories Every time Vicky and I go down to Disney World, we're, we have one of our shirts on. People say, oh my gosh, Mousecapades. Yeah, listen to you guys. Even cast members are saying the exact same thing. So um, it, it's been pretty neat to see this uh, program grow. It uh, has. From the classroom, taking it out of the classroom to uh, iTunes and and bringing people in that have written books, have been on Star Wars. And, you know, it's just, it's been really neat. And former cast members. Right. It's been really cool. And so we get questions all the time and Vic's like, Nick, we really needed to do an episode answering all these questions because if one person has it, you know, a whole bunch of other people do. So Mike, Vic, that is a great idea. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get that. Can you scrounge up all the questions uh, from our, you know, texting app, from our email, you know, and phone right. calls? Can we remember? And so we kind of, we don't have a lot per se today, but we do have a handful that we're going to go over. And Vic, you know... Since this was your idea, I'm going to let you just go ahead and start You're us gonna off. You're going to let me start? Yeah. Is Tom Sawyer's Island a must-see when you visit the Magic Kingdom? Well, that's funny that you want me to answer that question because I've never been uh, to Tom Sawyer's. Who's this, who's this from? Ben S. And ben I don't know S. Where, okay. where he lives, but Ben S., this is for you. Although we've answered for him previously, but um, this question could have been from a year ago at this point. But yeah, we answer back, guys. We do. We just thought it might be something that somebody else wants to know. So Nick has been to Tom Sawyer's Island. We know because that's where he trick-or-treated, correct? Isn't that where you went? Yep. That, well, they have one of their their stanchions there, or one of their stations, okay. if you want to call it. It's got, they got a station with a stanchion. Tom Sawyer Island. So, you know, for the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween, you really you don't get on the raft, per se, to go to the island. It's okay. just, it's there uh, at the entrance of that attraction. Okay. Okay. 
So to answer your question, Ben, is it a must do? It all depends who you're with. I mean, are you are you with some kiddos? Especially, you know, for listeners that are listening right now, you know, you guys, if you're with some kiddos, yes, I would say that's a must do. Go on Tom Sawyer Island. It's quite an experience to watch the Liberty Bell go by or or to be on that raft and you can see the Liberty Bell. And that's supposed to simulate the Mississippi River and you know, you get on Tom Sawyer Island, there's a whole bunch of nature trails and rope bridges and stuff for the kids. And it's, it's You're still in Disney World, but it's an escape from Disney World because you don't feel like you're in Disney World with the hustle and bustle of all the other individuals. It's just another thing that Walt did to bring back Missouri into Yeah, park. exactly. So it's that little hidden gem, as Disney would call it, or that little nook. Uh, to make you feel like, hey, you are in the woods and you do feel exactly that. They did an amazing job. Um, Ben, I I, I would say if it's, and even if it's just, yeah, if you haven't never done it, do it. Yeah, I know. I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't. I saw the question on there, so I know you've been the one that responded to this because I felt embarrassed to say I've actually never done that. So I I try to, every time I'm out there, I try to go every single time because it's one of those, I'm a creature of habit. And I think we all are. if I'm there in Frontierland and I see there's not that big of a line uh, there at the raft, I'll get on. I'll head over there and I'll walk around. Even when I'm by myself, I did it. You know, the last couple of times I've been on my own. I'll go over there and hang out because it is an escape from the hustle and bustle. I'm still enjoying that Disney World feel right. inside the Magic Kingdom. But it's a time where I get to relax on a bench and like the snack that I just grabbed or that churro from Frontierland. I get to bring it onto the island and enjoy a little picnic. You a know? little peace and quiet. Right. Really. Because the way you've yeah. always described it to me... it. It's so peaceful. That's why I really need to make a point of doing that this time. So here's another question. This comes from Izzy from Austin, Texas. Should we get the Memory Maker package? What are the perks? So you want me to start off with this one? Sure, you go ahead. Okay. I would say, again, uh, yes and no. I mean, if if you're with a family, uh, a big family, and you want to make sure that you get every single picture you ever wanted in front of all the icons... With a professional camera, yes. I mean, are we going to lug around a big honking camera throughout the parks? You see a lot of the foreigners do it, um, and a lot of people that are tech-savvy, uh, Americans that is, and and uh, not the foreigners aren't, but I'm just saying, you, you see more foreigners lugging around a big camera than you do uh, Americans around the park, and that's just because... I think our culture, we don't want to be bogged down with a lot of items. I personally, I just I just hand over my cell phone, you know, to the to the photo pass individuals. You can do that. You know, they're not going to tell you no. You can hand over your cell phone. If you're staying on a resort, um, it can be included in your package for an extra fee. Um, and it's easier that way just to swipe that band and get those pictures taken in front of those I- icons within all the parks. And it's very high quality photo. I mean, if we're going to, again, if, like me, I'll just hand over my cell phone. But if you hand over your cell phone, there's some cons too. The pixels, you're not going to have pixels. It's going to be pixelated sometimes, right? You're not going to have a really good camera like the ones that they have at you know, PhotoPass. Now, with PhotoPass, it's, it's very cool because if you have it set up with your My Disney Experience app, it's in real time. You can see it within just minutes. You know, and the photo and, and the photo pass people are very creative too. You know, they may give you some options that you necessarily didn't think of doing. Um, I know 
I've seen families where they tell them to pose in funny poses and right. things like that, right? Uh, because sometimes they add in the animation stuff, too. Correct. With Tinkerbell flying over, or you're looking at something that's... The trolls right. from Frozen. Yeah. You can't do that with your cell phone. So you don't have that added magic if you right. don't if you don't partake with uh, the Memory Maker package. You know, but you can tell them, you know, hey, can you use my cell phone? I, the, here's a story for you. So when the hub got new grass, right? I laid down <laughs> on the grass and said, hey, could you take some pictures of me? Laying down on the grass. You've probably seen those pictures, right, Vic? No, I'm just laughing because I remember you telling me the story. <laughs> well, well, you know, they won't I did you, see the picture. And they though. won't tell you no. Right. So they'll do it. Uh, he took pictures with his camera and with my cell phone. So I had a little bit of both. Before, they used to not watermark them. So you could get those high quality right. pictures and screenshot on your cell phone. Correct. And snag those pictures. Now they watermark them. Right. Um, what would you do, Vic? So, first of all, I was going to ask you when you were by yourself. You don't get the memory maker package when I you do not. travel by yourself. I do not. Because that would be, I mean, I'm not trying to make fun of you, but you probably get enough good pictures by yourself. I mean, because it's not something you're going to scrap Well, when I'm up. by myself, I'm taking more pictures of buildings and icons than I am with just myself. You right. Know, I might take a selfie here and there. Correct. But I'm not going to stand in line to get a picture of just myself in front of Cinderella's right. castle. Right. I, I mean, there are some people that do, so I'm not making fun of anybody that does that. We get the memory uh, maker pass, or... It's not actually not Package. called that. Package. Every time we go. And if you get it early enough, they give you a little discount. So like when I booked my trip last year, they knocked off 30 bucks right away. And $150 sounds like a lot of money, but I want to lay out for you, what you why get. that is the good deal. Here's the good deal. If you go buy one good picture at every park, it's going to cost you 20 to $25 a pop, depending on what size picture you get. So if you get a five by seven, it's probably going to be $19.95. For one picture. This way, you can get as many pictures as you want and you own them all. Plus, they give you some of their professional photography pictures of things in the park. Like a fireworks picture or uh, pictures of the characters that you couldn't get a good one because when the parade was going by, it moved or it smeared or what Nick said, it's pixelated. And if you're a big scrapbooker like I am, you want to keep those memories forever because when your kids are growing up, you, you know... It goes fast, people. I mean, I feel like my daughter was two the other day. She's going to be 21. And um, I know when our parents told us, don't wish your life away. Now I know what they were saying, because for sure, I feel like my life has been on fast forward since I got married, actually. And so definitely for family situations or um, I have a friend and actually, Nick, you've met her. It's Heidi. Shout out to Heidi. She did a cool thing from one of their first trips until I think it was two years ago, she took a black and white copy of all the little thumbnail pictures that she had taken when the kids were that age. And then she reenacted all those pictures. And then she made a a scrapbook of that, of how they had grown through Disney. And it was pretty cool to see, you know what I'm saying? Like, that'd be cool for you with Colin. And so after you get your pictures taken with your My Disney Experience uh, account, you have up to 30 days to download all the photos and to put them onto a disc or a thumb drive. Or you can buy the, if you want to pay extra money Mm -hmm. and have them actually send you a DVD, they will. Now, will they, like Shutterfly, will they put together a book for you? Disney or? Disney. Yes, Disney has a book. I don't know. I've never played with there, so I don't know if they have the option where they'll fill the pages for you. Mm The only thing about the direct fill where you let somebody else do it for you, they're going to try to maximize it so they get the most amount of money. So they might only put one or two pictures on a page where when I do it, um, the, the size of my books are 12 by 12. So I can get more pictures on a page. That's the only thing that I would see. But if you're not a scrapbooker, but you would like to have it in a book, that is the best way. So to answer Izzy's question, you know, if you want the 
the ease, convenience of not worrying about anything and the hassle of taking your own picture. And you know with every picture that's going to be taken, it's going to be perfect. You know, some people have an eye. And everybody will be in the picture too. Right. And some people don't have the eye. You right. know, they just don't know how to, to take a great picture. Right. Um, uh, you know, if, if you want the easy convenience, Memory Maker Package is for you. All right. So the next question we have is from Don in Imperial, Missouri. Hey, and, our home state. Yeah, I know. Uh, I Imperial, that's what, about an hour and... Something. About an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes south of us. But he um, he wants to know why it's important to book reservations 180, 180 days from the vacation. Oh, so very important. Yeah, we learned that this weekend. We were helping our friend that decided on a last-minute trip. Yeah, a spring break trip. Yes, she's going in like, what, she's less than 30 days, yeah, isn't she? She, uh, she will be less than 30. Yeah, she'll be, she's about 37 days out. And so we were trying to help her and, you know, get into some of the places that we always talk about. One of them is Ohana. And at first, Nick was able to do it. Oh, and- my gosh. So I, I've been looking. We were looking for a solid week for right. any cancellations because nothing was available. Right. And you can then tell Nick, the story. This was great. This is good Nick stuff. Then Nick got one, but then it wasn't a coinciding day with when she was going to be by the Polynesian. She wasn't going to be in Magic Kingdom that day. She it was, was Animal be, Kingdom. Yeah, she was going to so be like, in Animal that's Kingdom. A, that's a distance to track. I mean, I don't know right. if you want. She'd be leaving the resort going, which her resort's next to Animal Kingdom. Correct. Um, going all the way up to Magic Kingdom and then all the way back down. I mean, it would just been a lot of moving around, a lot of logistics going and on. Right. And so we had been there, I don't know, about an hour and a half, maybe an hour, 45 minutes in, and we were still trying. And she's like, I just want to check one more time. And you got it. I went up to go use the restroom yes. and came back. And you're like, oh my gosh, Nick, we found a cancellation. Yeah, 7.35. We got her one right. in the morning. And I was afraid, but her husband's like, 7.35, that's a good time. And I was like. On the day that she wanted it. Yeah. And it was on the day she wanted. So it totally worked out. There was so, so my trip, you know, I just booked a trip here and I'm going in June and I'm, you know, I'm well out of my trip. We're talking, this is a June trip, but Nikki uh, and our listeners, our family here that's listening, uh, there wasn't, there was times available. Don't get me wrong. Right. But in years past, I had plenty of options to choose from. Disney, more and more are going to Disney and you have to book out that six months out because if you don't, you're not going to get the reservations at the time you want them. And Nick is a spontaneous person. He's told you guys that many times. You just can't be spontaneous on your uh, restaurants that have reservations available. You need to do those. He gets to be more spontaneous with what when he gets up and his quick serve meals because those are things that you don't have to pre-plan. And you can actually now because of the cool uh, Disney Experience app, you can plan out all your quick serve meals your too if you wanted to. Yeah, your yeah. itinerary is planned out. Now, now to answer this guy's question, Don, yeah. you know, if you have a party of, of uh, three or more, yeah, definitely reserve. I mean, you could always make, you could go up to Planet Hollywood, you know, in Disney right. Springs and say, hey, I How like a, a, wait? a table of one or two, you know, you'll probably get it within an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. I mean, if you have a reservation, you're going to wait about 20 minutes anyway once you get there. Right. But uh, so it can happen when you're by yourself. But if you if you have three or more in your party, yes, it is very paramount. I mean, it's, it's, it's very important to, to make that reservation. Especially if you're trying to make those specific memories like if someone in your family said they really wanted to go to Cinderella's Royal Table sure or you were going on a couple's trip and you wanted a really romantic dinner at the California Grill definitely you want to book those right because forget about it if you're not you know you're not going to get it Blue I mean, Bayou. I mean if you're not if you're not going to book out now there I believe it's 60 days out at Disneyland okay but I mean if you're not reserving even 60 days out um I obviously this individual is looking towards a Walt Disney World vacation um 
you you gotta you gotta make that reservation on that day. If you don't, you, time's limited and um, space will be sparse. You can. We will tell you this, and but they can't guarantee it either. When you get there and check in, you can always ask your concierge if he can find any cancellations. If you decide to change or you want to add something when you get there, so don't be discouraged by that. There's always the chance that you could ask, but we do want to tell you it is imperative, really, if you go ahead and book at that 180 days to guarantee your spot. Betty from Seattle, Washington, is asking us uh, why should we take advantage of extra magic hours? My, why should you not take advantage of extra magic hours? That's an opportunity for individuals that are staying on a resort to have the parks to themselves. I mean, you're going to have, obviously, with everyone that's staying on a resort, but it's going to limit down all the individuals that are staying off resort or Floridians that are coming to the parks, and it's not going to be as congested, especially in the mornings when they have extra magic hours in the mornings. I would say, yes, most definitely take advantage of that because you've heard me on this podcast talk about uh, when I've taken advantage of all that stuff, I've been able to hit all the stapled rides in the park before it gets crowded. Now the park already opens up like at nine o'clock, but when you get there for extra magic hours, like I've already hit up uh, Seven Dwarfs two, three times already. I've already hit up uh, Small World, Peter Pan and Flight, The People Mover, Haunted Mansion a couple times, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder, Pirate. I've already hit them all up by 11 o'clock and it's before the park really starts getting seriously busy. Right. Now I'm not saying you might wait 10 minutes in a line by the time it gets to about 9.30, 10 o'clock, but um, if you get there during the extra magic hours and take advantage of that, you will get on everything and anything you want to get on. And then plus, I have my reservations later on in the day. And for this person as well, Betty from Washington, set your reservations and you, you can ride those rides again. Um, so definitely take advantage of that. The thing, cool thing I like about extra magic hours, you talked mostly in the morning, so I'm going to talk at night, is one of the things that we mentioned last week in our podcast was that kiss goodnight. Thing when we put that in oh, our, yeah, in our yeah, sure uh, thing, that was yeah. actually in our Monday episode of this week. Was that our must do? Yeah, must okay. things you must do before you die. Okay, yeah, stay for the kiss goodnight. We came and during extra magic hours, I want to say it was the 28th of December a few years back, and it was some of the most fun that we had as a family. There are still people there, yeah, because it, but it's only for. Uh, resort people and Nick's right anybody can stay in the park they really can't kick you out if you're not a resort staying person however when they're checking your magic bands if you don't come up as a resort person they turn you away from the rides so um, that is a bonus we rode pirates I think two or three times one time there we had awesome seats for uh, the electrical parade and then I think you remember this it was their daughter's 18th birthday and I was telling you she had that birthday badge on so everybody was uh, yelling, you know, happy birthday to her that could talk. And then the characters that weren't like Mickey and Minnie were great. They made a heart with their hands and they like threw the heart mm-hmm. at her and stuff. Just, um, there's a lot of cool things that you can do at extra magic hours. And a lot of people have gone back to the resort. I won't say you won't see any kids cause that would be a lie. There are parents still dragging around those kids that are two and three years old, but not many, not many. You know, I've been at Elma kingdom until 2am. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they have extra magic hours till one o'clock, but they're not going to kick you out until about an hour afterwards. Where Aaron, Colin, and I have ridden uh, Kilimanjaro Safari at night, which was a cool experience. We're the only individuals on the ride. Oh, so really? that was even added bonus, right? It's always fun and when you're the only one on the ride. It really is, because we had that extra magic like spread of pixie dust, you might say. Right. Where the cast member could devote all of her attention, energy, and engage with just solely us. And not everyone that would have been on that ride, right? So it was more intimate. We had more. She got really into the history of the ride, where everything's located. She took her time with us because she didn't have to rush. It was just us. Right. 
Well, uh, we had that experience on uh, Carousel of Progress, totally different ride, but we were singing. Like we, there's, we were the only four in there, so we just sang sure. every time. And like you hear people doing that in there when you're in with other people, but we were just belting it out because we could. We were the only yeah. ones on the ride, and it made us feel feel extra special. Again, that was extra magic hours at Magic Kingdom. So. There are definite bonuses. Take advantage of the fact that you paid to be on the resort. It, it's factored into your pricing, I think. And I will say, take advantage. When you're, you're talking evening, specifically Magic Kingdom, and this is a must-do for anyone. If you're taking advantage of the extra magic hours, get on Splash Mountain and take advantage of that view at night. When you're about to come down. I know, I still haven't done it at night. And you see Cinderella's Castle all lit up. And you can see just the park is glistening at night. And you're the only ones that are there inside that log. And it's just a really cool experience. You know, walk up the Swiss family tree. Uh, oh, and look the Swiss down. Family, I, keep, I always mix that up. Swiss family Robinson tree yes. house. Go, go crawl up that thing and, and go check out the view as well. Or, and then go on the orbiter. You Did know, you? And check out the view from the orbiter and the people mover. There are various parts, rides, and locations within the park that you can get a really cool view. And at night when everything is lit up, it's like Vegas out there. It's beautiful. Um, definitely take advantage of it. Did you say you went in the tree when you were there? Because I know you were there yes. for Mickey's Not yeah. So Scary and for Very Merry Christmas. Which one did you go in the tree? The Very Merry Christmas? Maybe it was both. I was just wondering because the Merry lights. Very Merry Christmas, I think. The lights would be awesome if you went up there during the very merry christmas because they they have extra lights it was amazing it was really neat and so that is your opportunity to take advantage of the cool things like that that you might typically not get to see because it's just too crowded right and the park's closing sooner uh if you don't take advantage of those extra magic hours good question okay so this is from rita in greenville south carolina says what is phantasmic should we see it should we use a fast pass any information that you would give would be helpful thanks So, Rita, yes, Uh, Fantasmic is a light, water, uh, fire, what else show? Uh, Nick, I'm losing something. Fireworks. So, lights, water, fireworks. And fire. Yeah. So, it's just this really cool, only can be thought up by Disney Imagineers show. Some great pyrotechnic. Yeah. So, they spray this water and they put footage, like you can see uh, videos, short videos of um, different movies on the water, but then they're still acting things out. They bring in the princesses. They Pocahontas. I'm trying to think of all the different movies that are in it. They show you villains. They show you the good stuff. The music is awesome. It's a huge theater. I want to say that it, doesn't it hold like 4,500, 5,000, Nick, something like that? Um, I don't know. I can look it up. I, I was just wondering. I can't imagine. Um, I definitely think you should see it. Um, they usually have two shows a day. Should you get a fast pass? If you want to guarantee that you see it, I guess you could do a fast pass. We've done it both ways. Usually what we do is have our dinner and then we get in line and use that time for family time. Kind of like recapping what we've done so far in our vacation. Uh, we might play heads up the game on your phone. Just different things like that. Or just enjoy people watching while you're waiting in this line. And um, you usually have to get in line like 30 minutes before if you don't have a fast pass to make sure that you get a seat. But you almost always get a seat. There's just over 7,000 seats and then 3,000 standing. It's 3,000 standing? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen that many people standing. So, no. I wouldn't fast pass this, to be I, honest with you. But I did it one time that, only to guarantee it, but then I realized I didn't have to. But if you want that preferred seating, though, and to make it wrap it up in a dining package, you know. If you, True. You make your reservation. 
Mama oh, Melrose. Yeah, Mama Melrose and the other one. Brown Derby. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and get the Fantastic Package, and so you have preferred seating. Yes. So, And you're guaranteed to see the show. Right. I mean, you could go on standby and get in as well, but you might not have a... I mean, all the seats, really. You get to see everything, no matter where you're at. Yes. But it's like being at a football game. Would you rather be on the 20-yard line or the 50-yard line? Right. You know? You want the 50-yard yeah, line the on 50 this. you want the 50-yard line. If you Down can get the front, it. right in the row, right? I mean, that's what you want. But it's amazing, and the music will live in your head forever. That is true. That is true. Uh, do you do you try to get to that every time you're out there? I do. You do? Okay, see, I don't. I'll see it every couple of years. I think that that is one thing for my entire family that is a must-do for us on every trip. I don't even ask anymore. I just plan it in the schedule. That was a good question, Rita. Uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Good state. I was just uh, telling Erin, you know, I've been trying to convince her to move down to Florida for a handful of years. What about South Carolina, honey? Because I know you and your family both love it. <laughs> and let's go there. And so she kind of like raised her eyebrow and kind of thought about it. So that was the first time ever. Well, because she would get all the seasons there. True, but she it wouldn't would. be as horse as it is here i uh she'd get more snow days there because when a dusting would be like shut everything down the first time in when i lived in north carolina and that happened i'm like are you kidding me for real we're not having school okay this oh, is awesome. awesome all right let's see here we have another question here and the show is about wrapping up here wow we we have a lot of questions we haven't gotten to so this could be like two, a two-part episode two-part episode here yeah we can how many days do you think is good a good amount, that is, when booking your Disney vacation. If you could choose, how long would you stay per trip? That's coming from Ross out of, oh, well, hey, Georgia. Smyrna. Your, your, uh, your state, your home state of Georgia. Missouri's my oh, home. Wait a minute. Brad's home is Georgia. Brad's home is Georgia. So how did you end up down there again? Because my parents got transferred my senior year to Georgia. Okay. All right, well, senior year, it's your home state. Let's see here. I, did, I only lived there for long enough to get married and move to another <laughs> and, state. And sing at the Atlanta Braves Stadium. This is true. How many days do you think is a good amount when booking? So Disney's going to recommend a minimum of three nights. I'm going to recommend you should really have a minimum of four nights. Ooh, I was going to say six. Well, six would be ideal. But I mean, to see, to get everything in. Right. Uh, you might not get everything in, but to get... The most in that you can to really enjoy and have a good experience. I'm going to say four nights. Disney's going to tell you three. Vicky, you're saying six. But well, you also go for how many days? Like oh, 10 nine days? Nine to ten, just depending. But when and we I'll went that, seven. We went that first time. Angela can correct me. It's either It was either five or six. I want to say it was five because we were trying... She could be the uh, the lady on the television that tells you your must-dos, you know, that channel. Oh, yeah, yeah. She could be that person because she did hit every must-do on the thing. And we she went from, How come we haven't had her on? <clears throat> we are because she's going to go this weekend. I'm super excited. It's for her daughter's 18th birthday. They're going this weekend. She booked through us? Oh, actually, it's not this weekend. That's right. They moved it because they're going to watch the Atlanta Braves Cardinal game at the ESPN. Did you book her trip? No, we weren't doing that then. Oh, she had already booked the she trip. She should have canceled it and rebooked <laughs> No, she said, she said next you. time or when we do that adult trip that we're all talking about doing. Um, but anyways, I'm pretty sure we did five days and we saw a lot in that time, but we were also very tired. That's why we like our nine to 10 day because we can spread it out over those nine to 10 days. And I understand everybody can't do that. That's why I just think six days would be good because you could if you get a park hopper, you could go to every park once and maybe park hop. The stuff that you want to do again on one of your other days. And you can have a day of rest. Yes. In the middle. We do. We're not, do a, we're not talking rest on the seventh day either. <laughs> we did rest. We usually rest the day after Christmas because we get up so early and we stay out so late. We stay till Walt Disney World closes and they do magic hours typically till one or two. But uh, 
this is far from our booking trip, but anyway, this is booking a trip. You have to do what's good for your family. If you could do six and feasibly afford it, that's my recommendation. Why Why are you saying four days? or? Five? Oh, to me, that would be the minimum. Oh, oh, oh. Right. You're given a minimum. Right, right. So maybe I didn't say that earlier. Um, there Disney's, is no maximum, by the way. Yeah, the <laughs> minimum is going to be three. I'm going to say four because that allows you to hit all the parks. Gotcha. Yeah. And some people, I do feel bad when they only go, um, like our friends, the te- two teachers that went and one had never been before and the one hadn't been, been since childhood and um, they missed out on Hollywood Studios because they had to choose a park that they weren't going to go to and they wished that they would have. Oh, okay. Did they go to Universal too? They did go to Universal because okay. that was a must for them because they're Harry Potter fans like I am, yeah. but I have still not been there. Thank you, Ross. That was a good question. Refillable mugs. This is from Audrey and Gwinnett, Georgia, another Georgian. Another Georgian. Uh, some people think I should get them and some people think I shouldn't. What are your thoughts? I think you're a little biased. I think you pulled from all the questions from Georgia since you oh, really? lived there. That was it. Yep. No. Oh, so, okay. So what was the question again, Vic? Refillable mugs. Some people think I should get them. Some people think I shouldn't. What are your thoughts? We always get a mug because it comes with a dining plan. However, the one time that we did go that we weren't on the dining plan, we did get the refillable mugs just because um, my husband is a huge partaker of his Diet Coke or Coke Zero if available. And so we definitely got our money's worth. I believe they are $17.95 now, but if you get the dining plan, they're included on the dining plan for each individual person that's on your trip with you. If you are close to the hub or like the center where the front desk is for your resort, it's very well worth it because typically what we do is in the morning. Morning. On the way out, we fill our mugs up so that we have them to drink. We're not really supposed to drink on the bus, but like when you're waiting for the bus and when you're walking in the park, you already have a beverage with you. You might want to pack some water bottles too besides that cup. But then um, then on our way back, when we come back from the parks, we're walking back through the main area. So we'll fill them up again. We get our money's worth on the mugs. If you're not near that, so like Caribbean Beach is a good example and so is Coronado Springs. Depending on where you are staying, because it's such a big resort, you may not walk through the hub very much because where your bus stop is. It's very spread out, um, so you may not. We did have them the one year where we felt like if they wouldn't have been on the dining plan, we wouldn't have got them because we weren't going through the food food court or we had to make a special trip. We'd get off at the food court and then we'd have to catch another bus to get to our thing. So I think it depends on where you're staying. If you're staying at like an all-star or a pop century or art animation, I think definitely worth it because you could do what we're, what I'm saying is fill it up in the morning, fill it up when you come back in the afternoon if you do, then fill it back up before you go back to the parks, then fill it back up before you go to bed. I mean, that is what we do. So we do get our money's worth. So let me backtrack here. So I th- okay. I'm thinking that, because I just came across this cup literally yesterday, uh, two days ago. Okay. No, I I'm thinking I'm maybe saying... it was when we hit, I want to say one of the water parks then. Oh, Typhoon Lagoon. Because or... I believe they sold them over there. Blizzard Beach, maybe. And uh, we got a refillable. I know inside the parks, now that I think they don't, they have the refillable uh, popcorn and things like that. Right. Um, you cannot take the resort mugs into the parks. So it had to have been a water park that we had went to. Because I just came across it a couple days ago. Because we have a whole box filled with our resort mugs, other mugs. Disney uh, mugs. Magic bands. And, um, you know, matter of fact, when we met, were, with, met with one of our clients, yeah, yeah uh, I had magic bands inside one of the resort mugs and I brought broke out the new magic bands versus the old ones and how right. they differ and here are the resort mugs is what they're going to look like you're going to get three of them you get to pick your color here's my thing you're absolutely right when you're staying at the valley resorts and you're with a family i'm going to say yes they're great because you're going to spend one of those days at the pool right you're going to be poolside you're going to be going over to the beverage area and 
and getting your fountain drink or your water or lemonade. And it's great for the kids too, to be able to fill that up. And what kid wouldn't want to be able to just walk over there and get unlimited drinks, right? And come right. back to their, their seat that folds down and relax and have a nice sip of lemonade or something, you know? So they're great. I do not, you lug them around in the parks. I do not because I don't want to have to lug that stuff around in the park. And I'm not a big soda drinker when I'm there anyway. You know me, I'm going in the summertime typically. And, I, and I've gone, I'll go periodically throughout the year by myself as well. But uh, I, I drink a lot of water when I'm in the parks. Um, the sodas, I can see the kiddos doing it. So with the family, yes, definitely. I think the mugs are great. It's in your package anyway if you have the dining package. So you might as well use them because if you don't, you're going to lose them. Well, and you don't have to just get uh, soda in those too. Bread is the, that's Brad's coffee. We don't right. really typically drink coffee in our family. We do do the frou-frou from Starbucks every once in a while. My kids like to use their uh, snack points at Disney for that actually, but that is Brad's coffee. So he does that. I actually do iced tea. Joey does iced tea. Um, you can you can put coffee in those mugs and you can put hot cho- hot chocolate, hot chocolate, hot chocolate. I don't know where I'm from. Hot chocolate in there if you Georgia. want. So you have a. I'm not from Georgia. I'm from here. Um, <laughs> anyways. I'm from the show me state. Get it? Show me. Okay. So, yes, please. Thanks, Audrey. That was a good question. So I think we, we've gone through six questions. You pulled a total of 12. Let's save the remaining remainder six for another episode. Okay, that's fine. we kind of ran out of time here. But uh, these were good questions, you know. We should do more. I like these episodes. We should pull more questions because we yeah. have a ton. This, geez, 12 is just a scratch on the surface of all the questions we receive right. on a weekly basis. Uh, but like, like Vic said, listeners, you know, we're pretty much answering a lot of listener questions throughout the week and uh so we tackle them right off the bat when it pertains to like stuff like this and and sometimes we get questions that don't even pertain to the parks you know and, and right that's kind of fun too to get into that and have discussions about anime animation and the films and, st- and things like that but um this was great thanks vicky great episode we'll do more of the stuff maybe we can do like a monthly listener question show i think that'd be kind of cool. that would be good but um listeners as always thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears the mousecapades podcast if you're looking to book your next disney vacation go ahead and shoot us a text at 407-674-0414 or email us travel at mousecapadespodcast.net we're we'll be there to help you out you know you're not going to bother us any time of day. We have that cell phone on our hip. We can give you that quote, and it's definitely free. So thanks again. I think it's about that time, Vixter. Peace. And love. Have, have a, a magical, magical day, day, my friends. friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. <laughs> mousecapadespodcast.com You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.